It's the final game week. Da 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 da. Final day drama. Three goals all round. Harry Kane's vital statistics. League roundups and a final toddler captain tip of the season. Let's go one last time. Great, hello, welcome, hello Will. Hello Rob. Hello, episode 31 of the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast. Just you and I today. Yep, intimate. Yeah, no no, Rich, he has Zoomed elsewhere and uh, stood us up, but we will be back next week, all three of us, to have a look back. So we are recording on Tuesday, the 21st of July, and we're recording sort of in the middle of Game Week 37+. plus looking ahead to that final game week game week 38 plus yeah i don't know how you're feeling are you still have you got stuff to play for are you you still tinkering yeah i mean mini leagues still i'm certainly i'm not going to win any mini leagues but i'm uh i'm like seventh and fifth and places like that i am it's pretty close between the three of us actually uh i would say there's like 40 points or something between us so that, there's still still some honour to play for Ooh. within within the three of us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of definitely stuff to play for, and I've got my free hit as well, which oh, I you got free I hit. I was going to ask. Yeah. I mean, I pointlessly saved. It's it's it, it really is pointless. Oh, you know what? There's only 28 points between the three of us. Okay, so that could go to the wire. Yeah. But I, I was going to ask. Yeah, I, I'm tempted to uh, to go for you know go crazy on on. Game week 38, take a 16-point hit. Are you? Yeah. Because if I'm not going to win any any leagues or cash prizes, I might just do it for fun. We'll see. See how I feel on whenever it is. It's Sunday, isn't it, the final? Yeah, 4 o'clock Sunday. Yeah. Maybe it's funny. Night. It's a funny one because I'd normally go to a pub and watch all the matches unfold with yeah. other people, but I still am not super keen on going into pubs. I've just been... I've only done outdoors at pubs. Yeah, has so anyone cash? Have you seen anyone cash in on that outdoor screens? And- no, that's what I'm trying to find out. So, um, yeah, if any of our listeners know of any good East London pubs that will be showing football outside, then please let us know. Someone must be, mustn't they? Anyway, we should get into our tips for game week 38. off James Tarkowski nice defensive fixture for Burnley against a safe Brighton who can't score for Toffee Burnley have three clean sheets in five I might triple up on Burnley defence next up Aurier versus Palace Uh, unlikely to concede against Palace I'd say but if he does he's always got the assists and last off another Tottenham player it's Harry Kane versus Crystal Palace again loves a last day goal six in seven on uh, last day in seven seasons needs two to equal his total last season go Rob okay yeah I doubled up on uh, Harry Kane same as you as well Palace not playing well only one fit centre back as well and Kane's in form and then I went for Mickey Antonio at West Ham home to Villa 
Uh, it's guaranteed to be 3-3 that game. Uh, he's playing out front and he's scored in his last two. And then I went for Brandon Williams. Uh, Rick, Luke Shaw's out at Man United and he's playing left back. He's only 3.8 million, so a good option to get you some money freed up. Yeah. Uh, 3.8, yeah. That's interesting. I, it's tricky. I, I've kind of made a real error in the last few weeks of having five really good midfielders and three really good strikers. Right. <laughs> which... Um, yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, work. not that. <laughs> not allowed that. So, um, yeah, basically, my my tinkering hasn't gone well. And in, in the in, so I've had to have Jimenez on my bench this week, for example. Which yeah, I've missed out on him a few times. So Harold Kane, I think, is a good shout. I mean, he's pretty popular. I think he's second most transferred in player at the moment. Yeah, he's twelve and thirteen in his last two game weeks. Palace you know, aren't performing well, aren't defending well, aren't particularly scoring. I'd imagine he's going to get double figures again. He'll probably get a lot of armbands as well, won't he? Indeed. Have you uh, have you heard the re- really ridiculous stat about Harry Kane that's be- that's come out this week? No. So he is so. now the only Premier League player ever to have scored on every day of the week and in every month of the year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Was that an opta fact? Yeah, it was. I heard it on the on Five Live last night during commentary of the um, the terror the terrible early fixture that was Everton versus Sheffield United, which the commentary the commentary team of Mark Lawrenson was just de- absolutely despairing at how bad it was. Yeah, so ridiculous stat about Harry Kane. I love that uh, every day of that the week. Yeah, it's good. I, I I worry for the person that discovered that though. If it isn't someone at Opta who's paid to do it. Yeah, I mean, I even I went back today to try and find out how many times Kane has scored on the final day of the ski- season because I couldn't. It wasn't Googleable, and okay. I had to literally go through Spurs' fixtures on the last day of the season. It was it, it was quite painful. But I think I think he scored six. Wow. Yeah, I think we uh, spoke about it last week, didn't we? That he's often the man that ends the season well. Always seems to be in the running for the golden boot and obviously he's fit and he's had that shot he didn't think he'd have with his injury. Um, yeah, and so I, we mentioned this previously about there's always one corker last game of the season that's three or, or thereabouts. So my money is it is on it being West Ham and Villa, which could there could be something to play for there. But I think that aside, it just looks like that kind of game where even if there wasn't, that both defences could, you know, be on holiday and fairly attacking teams in a sense few creative players yeah I would normally avoid such a game just like because of yeah. Villa being a relegation battler I would normally avoid having West Ham players in that but I, at the moment in my free hit team I've got Antonio and Suchek for West uh, Ham just because they're yeah. both obviously in great form and I think Villa are leaky at the back so yeah I think three all in that is not a bad shout I've, I think Liverpool versus Newcastle has all the makings of a three all. Of course, that's a bit of a classic, isn't it? Yeah, they've had a few four threes, haven't they? So I just thought yeah. that would be a good one. The other one I thought might be a goal fest. I might be wrong. Is Leicester Man United just with just with Man United falling apart in the cup and Vardy going for Golden Boot um, and European spots to play for? Yeah, I think both both looking poor defensively at the moment, and um, yeah, and both scoring. So yeah, I think that's that's not a bad shout. And we did we did all right last time with our tips, didn't we? We had a few few that scored pretty well. 
Um, yeah, it was good. I was a bit despondent in game week 36 because I brought Johnny in and he was on the bench. But yeah. he has obviously last night he grabbed a goal and a clean sheet. So he was, uh, I think he scored 14 points or something brilliant. Like oh, that. mate, that's superb. Yeah, and then Doherty, uh, Doherty, I doubled up on my Wolves defence and Doherty got me 12 points yesterday as well. So I had a real blinder on Wolves yesterday. Though. That is good. And then, yeah. So, yeah, we've still got a few to come this weekend. Uh, sorry, this week with Watford, Man City tonight, Villa, Arsenal, but obviously, and then Man United, West Ham and Liverpool, Chelsea. What do you reckon Liverpool, Chelsea? Wednesday yeah. night. I think I think Liverpool. I feel like Chelsea might win that, but um, Liverpool feel like they're on their holidays a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually got a little uh, little quiz for you as well. Will. I wanted to run a couple of questions by you. Nice. I've got one for you, so we can uh, double up on quiz time. Excellent. Um, so I had a look, and Doug, this was this was brought up uh, early May, so before restart. Um, the oldest and the youngest average team age for the 2019-20 season. So if you can guess the teams and close to the average age, rounding it up. So the, the, the youngest team and the oldest team. So the team they fielded each week, that average age. Um, the oldest one's been mentioned a few times and I'll give you a clue there's a slight, there's a slight uh, kind of, there's a slight pattern with managers as well. Okay, so Palace is the oldest. Yeah. With yeah, the oldest Palace. manager. Yeah. Do you want to have a uh, guess? At, what average that? What, age. Average age. 29. Oh, I smashed it. Yeah, 29.3. Yes. Average age of the oldest team. Palace at 29.3. And then the youngest. I think if you have a think about teams that have been playing well since restart, you'll be on the right tracks for the youngest. I feel like United have got a very young side. Yes, it's Man United. Oh, nice. They're averaging at 24.8. Wow. And Bodes well for the future of Man United fans. Well, this is it. But then bizarrely, in second place was Bournemouth with 25.2. Yeah. And then, then Chelsea were in third, which you kind of expect. And... um going to guess it's Watford. Yeah, Watford and Burnley are the, the other oldest before Palace. Yeah. It's interesting though, isn't it? Because it's kind of like, you know, they, you think of the style of football those teams play. It does. It's not a coincidence, is it? Age before beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just that kind of faster attacking, you know, exciting risk-taking football versus, you know, solid centre-backs and wait and hit them on the counter-attack when they're tired in the 80th minute. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah, I, I had a couple of questions for you. I was when you mentioned that you think there's been a lot of three threes on the last day of the season. I was like, how many have there actually been? I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't find that out very easily, or like it didn't come up in my ten minutes of googling. So if right. someone can find that out for me, that would be great. But um, I did sort of have a look into some interesting uh, last day occurrences. Yeah. So I wonder if you can remember what years these events happened. Okay. Um, so I'll tell you what the event is and you can try and guess what the year was. So do you remember when Chelsea won 8-0 on the last day of the season to uh, against Wigan to seal them the title? 
Yeah. What season did that happen in? Oh, was that 2006? Gone too early. It was 2009, 2010 season. Ah, way too early. Uh, Gate, where Tottenham all got ill with some food poisoning against West Ham and therefore missed out on the Champions League. Oh, I'm going to go fairly recent. 15, 16? No, 2006. That long ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my it's mad. God. Um, Carlos oh. Tevez relegates Sheffield United and saves West Ham. Ah, oh, man. Who was that? Was that Big Sam at West Ham? No, it was Pardew, wasn't it? It's when Pardew was at West Ham. I feel like that was uh, 2003, four. Oh, a couple of years out, 2007. Was it? Oh, man. And then finally, this is probably the most historic final day of the season of all time. Fergie celebrating Manchester oh. United winning the league whilst City are busy beating QPR to actually win the league. Aguero! I should know this. I should know this. Um, but again... I'm getting, it's going to be a guest job. 12, 13? Oh, 11, 12. Ah, close. Yeah, so nearly close. there. So, yeah, half a point out of four. Well, Not yeah, great. it wasn't, wasn't great, was it? <laughs> <laughs> My memory's terrible, but that was that was incredible. And what I love about that moment, obviously the Aguero goal and celebration and commentary moment, but was... Um, the way Phil Jones was loitering over Alex Ferguson's shoulder as they were waiting for that news. Like, why yeah. Would stand, why would you want to be the closest person? Yeah, get as far as away as possible. <laughs> yeah. it, it still brings joy to my heart that, that when the United players and fans realised what had happened. Yeah. It's fantastic. And it's the, guy, the shot of the guy with the radio on his shoulder or the headphones on or something. Uh, yeah, that was the good. slow dawning of realization across all of their like a ripple effect of. of was, that, uh, was that the game when Joey Barton got sent off against yeah. Man City and tried to beat everyone up on the way off to get someone else sent off? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and QPR survived despite them losing three two. They oh, survived. Yeah. They were they were going to go down. That was um, brilliant. I remember that that I was in the pub watching that, and it was on about five different screens all the different games it's so good yeah I was with my mate Nadja who's a Man City fan watching in his his flat and right. uh, I've he was so despondent like beyond when they were 2-1 down he was just like oh so angry and I said to, I genuinely said to him you're going to win this you're going to win it and even like 90 minutes in I was still it, like it's going to happen I know it I think a lot of people forget as well QPR scored a couple of great goals as well didn't they yeah, it's, it's genuinely an incredible match like yeah. I, we were watching and we had it that on the main screen and then the United game on a laptop well, oh. it could be this this Sunday could be you know it's not as obviously the title decided but with all those European spots mm. and the relegation spots it could it could be a really interesting one couldn't it yeah there's a lot to play for um, last yeah. season was a bit of a damp squib really because um, yeah. Liverpool needed a miracle, didn't they? And Man City won quite convincingly. So it was. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be good. But yeah, definitely like your outdoor pub vibe. Mm. That's a good shout if you find one. Yeah, I'm into that. For my captain this week. Yeah. Yeah. I choose? 
toddler captain tips. We this is the last one of the season. We already yeah. knew that the toddlers had won convincingly this season, and they cemented that through Vincent, who tipped Harry Kane for was it for game week thirty six? Yes, it was. Yeah, and yeah, came out on top. I laughed at Vincent for tipping Kane, uh, but yeah, it was the yeah, right thing it was to against do. Sterling, wasn't it? Who was playing against Bournemouth City versus Bournemouth? Who? Historically, Sterling often does really well against them. But I think he started on the bench mm. and came off the bench and did nothing. And then Tottenham, we played Newcastle and Kane scored two goals and got something like 13 points as well. So, yeah. Well so, yeah. So, it's 18-12 to the toddlers. Ooh. So, they've absolutely smashed it this season. And let's see if they can uh, win out on this weekend as well. So, I asked my nephew to recall my nephew Henry he notoriously if you're a long-term listener of this he's done it a few times before and is pretty reluctant to be on camera or audio rather yeah um, but this time he was a little bit more okay about it my my sister just flat out asked him and he and he went for it so I'll uh, I'll play that right Henry what's your top captain tip David Silver or Harry Kane? Harry Kane. Oh, So straight away he was like, Harry Kane, absolutely That's decided. I, I asked him for a bit more insight though, because we thought we needed a bit more. Go. Harry Kane, because I don't like David Silver. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. He doesn't like David Silver. I don't know what he's... Have you got any, any inkling as to why that might be? I very much doubt he knows who David Silver is, to be honest with you. Right. Uh, he probably no. does know who Harry Kane is. Is it how old is he? Four. No, he's six. Six. Yeah. Right. That's a, yeah. That's you know, if you don't know something, just don't yeah. like it. That's a good way. To, <laughs> it's good. That's the attitude to have at six years old, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Someone puts like a weird bit of food in front of you, so I don't like yeah. it. But you've never tried it. Don't care. I don't <laughs> like it. That's, that's what life's about when you're six also maybe he listened last week maybe and he realised he didn't have that success maybe I'd imagine it's just because he has heard of Harry Kane would be my only only guess <laughs> well they've done yeah well it's all you know they're going to win aren't they the kids and maybe they could absolutely destroy destroy the adults yeah I mean if it ends up being 1912 then that we might as well just quit and uh, hand it yeah. all over to the toddlers I might try it next season what having a having one of the kids have a team? Yeah, or just running the captain choice. I rarely get my captain right. Yeah, same. I feel like I get it. I feel like I get it wrong more than right. So maybe that could be. I know we do it on here occasionally, but like every game week, maybe let my kids. Decide. Yeah, just let them choose. Now, I think uh, I think Neil Perini, who's uh, been involved in the podcast a few times for his Neil Stalger. Yeah. Uh, he he mentioned the other day that he's gonna. Um, set up a team for his son Max who is seven oh, really? so I think we should keep an eye on that team next season see how it's going yeah yeah that's not a bad shout um, yeah that could be yeah captain just does my head in you, I, I feel like you should just go with form shouldn't you just go with the big name and hope it works but like we said last week it's no fun always just going for the safe no, bet, is it it's no fun uh, occasionally you have to a punt and, and I do love when people have punts and they work but then I always try and have punts and they just never <laughs> it just never work my wrists yeah, just never work my one my one theory I have which I think is worth 
I probably will stick to and I probably do about 80% of the time is I often save my captain for like one of the last two or three fixtures of the game week. And that's mainly down to it not annoying me if I do it first fixture and then they don't do anything. Yeah, hugely frustrating when you play it on the first game, like the Friday night game. And yeah. that's the rest of the weekend. Just like, oh, great, he got two points. And the vice captain smashing yeah. it a few days later. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I don't know. Maybe there's some sort. Part of me often thinks as well, those big players, if they've been watching all the fixtures and it's their game as one of the last two games, I feel like they, they're a bit more up, fired up and a bit more determined. I don't know if that's true or yeah. not, but just me overthinking it, you know. I think, yeah, I've got I've got triple captain on uh, Fernandez. Yeah, at the moment. Or what will be tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Very nice. Thanks, West Ham. Hoping he has a bit of a magical game. Who knows? Gossie Carson here, honour and a bleeding privilege anyway lads, I hope you're right with the old corona beer virus and uh, all that, I've been uh, on the bench lately at Manchester City, as you may have noticed, socially distancing on the bench, the funny thing is it's more like anti-socially distancing, (laughs) anyway lads, I've had a great cracking laugh with you lot this season at the fantastic football handover podcast, I've really enjoyed it. you know, having a chat on that, lads. But between you and I, don't think I'm going to be at Manchester City next year. I haven't had too much of a look in, lads. So, made some good chums. But, yeah, I'll keep you posted on that, lads. Anyway, honour and privilege. Enjoy the old Corona beer virus. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, lads. So, should we see how we're doing in our leagues? Our, um... Yeah. Yeah. So, the um, yeah. So we've got two leagues. So, the All-Star League which has been led by the Whitehall brothers, Jack Whitehall and his brother Barney. Yeah. They've been top for absolutely all season and it doesn't look like that's going to change. They are 46 points ahead of BBC Sports' very own Kelly Summers, yeah. who in turn is 35 points ahead of Scotty Stacks from the Manor. So it, it seems unlikely, but if Kelly comes with a with a big, if she's got a triple captain or or anything left, then maybe it might happen for her. They have but, been um, absolutely on fire, haven't they, all season? Yeah, they, incredible. They've still got, I mean, this week alone, they've still got some big players left to play. Um, De Bruyne, Fernandez, Sterling, Tierney, Jesus, Martial. Wow. And they've already got, well, yeah, they're already doing doing well there. 34 points, blimey. Mm. And then in our regular league, Magic Mushrooms, who's been top sort of hit or there or thereabouts for most of the season. So that's uh, Joffa La Monaco, who is one of the managers from FPL Take the Hit on YouTube. He is ranked 2,191st in the world, is 40 points clear at the top of our mini league, ahead of Simon Battersby in second. So he's doing very well. I like uh, third place, Gregor's Gregor's Cloggers. (laughs) That's a name. I love Gregor's Cloggers. Yeah, there's some some big players in there. Yeah. One day. What's what's your highest rank? Do you ever remember having a moment where you were in the top 20,000 or anything? Yeah, I, th- I think a few seasons ago, I think I was in the top 10,000 for quite a while. Oh. And I had a really, really good run. But um, I've not done that for a while. I'm just... Yeah, it's very frustrating, you know. 
I'd love to be better. Okay. I'm sure you and Rich have been much higher than that before. I, I, I think one, I, I've only won it one season. I think and then I was in top 10 or 15,000, mm. but that was about it. Yeah. That's a good moment. But, um, you know, in Canberra, hope, as we always do. Let's have a little look through the fixtures. I'd actually, um, first of all, like to get your thoughts on my uh, my team. So I'm just going to share my screen, my free hit team. Bit of yeah. an insight for you here. Oh. So this is what I'm going with. So I've got Nick Pope in goal, and then Tarkowski, Alderweireld, and Aspilicueta as my back three. Yeah, Antonio. Anthony Martial, Bruno Fernandes, David Silva in my midfield, and then Kane, Ings, Aubameyang up front. So I'm sort of, I'm toying uh, whether I need more City based on the fact they're playing Norwich and you can kind of imagine them ripping Norwich apart. But then I also just can't trust Pep to play any of them. Um, And Norwich have actually been defending really well. The last couple of games... Against Chelsea, they defended well, and against um, who was it? Burn? Who was it? They went to not down to nine men. Burnley, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they, you know, they. That, that's the bizarre thing. They've kind of tightened up. Doesn't look like they're scoring. So yeah, maybe a Man City defender. Like if you've got the money, yeah, maybe because Wolves will will want to get something at Chelsea to go for that European spot. Um, so I imagine they'll be giving that a, a go. But yeah, I think. I think your midfield, and then what about Liverpool? Are you tempted by any Liverpool players? Not really. No. I, if I were to have anyone, I think it would it would probably just be Mane. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I think I think I feel like Newcastle could beat them as well. I kind of, I'm not sure. Um, and then I've gone for Ings and Kane up front with Aubameyang. Ings could win the Golden Boot. Like he's so informed. Yeah. He's two two goals off Fardy. Um and then Kane needs two goals to uh, to equal what he got last season, his goal tally. Um, and if I think if he only scores one more, he it's his worst ever Premier League return or something like that. Okay. Since he's sort of properly broken through anyway, yeah, yeah. so I feel like they're they're bound to score. And then Aubameyang just is just scoring every game basically now. So. Yeah, no, I think that looks, that looks good. I think you've got to have Antonio. Although Aubameyang has blanked the last two games, so maybe, I'll, maybe I won't yeah. get Aubameyang in. Maybe it's, uh, maybe that's, maybe Jesus. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe two up front and then I, and then I, uh, you go big in midfield. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, it's, it's a free hit, so I, I, I'm going to wait and see uh, who City play in this match and then see see who I can bring in. And yeah, because that's their last game, isn't it? They're, they're at the cup now, obviously, aren't they? And that's the thing with Arsenal, they might rest the Bamiyang for the cup, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's the Champions League, but... Um, yeah, you know. of course, that's coming back. Yeah. So these are the fixtures. So Arsenal, Watford, um, which we've just talked about, I think it's, uh, I, 
I don't know, it's tricky, isn't it? Watford obviously got a lot to play for. Yeah. Um, Arsenal still can get some, they can still qualify for Europe. So there's quite a bit to play for there. Burnley Brighton, nothing's, nothing's played for. Like a guaranteed nil nil, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, can Burnley, are Burnley sort of secure in the. Uh, yeah, Burnley are trying to they're loitering around Europa, aren't they? I don't know. If yeah. It's a shot. I guess it would depend on the other. It depends um, on it depends on what's happening, doesn't it? I, I think it would take. I, I don't think they're really going to get it because they're ninth. Um, yeah. Yeah, on fifty-four points, so it seems unlikely that Burnley will get anything. So that's kind of a dead rubber that game. Is that the expression? Dead rubber. Sure. Um, like Chelsea that. Wolves definitely loads to play for there. Yeah, that big a game. Chelsea still could, um, if they lose that, and Leicester or Man U win, and they uh, could drop out of the Champions League spaces. Um, Palace Spurs, obviously Spurs with Europa Spurs League. Yeah. yeah, Palace playing terribly. Everton, hey. Bournemouth, Bournemouth fighting for their lives. Everton fighting for nothing. So you kind of could see Bournemouth picking up a result there, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, Leicester, Man U. Obviously, that's. Probably the probably the big one, really, isn't it? In the, uh, in yeah, the, in the I think that'll be a good game. And, and Man City, Norwich. You just think, surely Man City are going to spank Norwich. Mm. Surely they're just going to go out and enjoy that, and uh, and Norwich may as well go for it as well. But yeah, I think. I mean, it's it's great. That there's so much to play for in all those games. You know, looking down, Newcastle, Liverpool's probably the only other one like Brighton and Burnley where there's very little to play for. Yeah, but well, and Southampton, Sheffield United, not loads to play for in that. Um, well, Sheffield United, they're, they're, they've got a shot of Europe, though, haven't they? They've got a shot of Europa. If, uh, they can't come eighth. They, they're, they're stuck in seventh, basically. So unless there's a position in eighth for Europa, oh, is there? Yeah. yeah, no, that was a dependent on the whole... It's who wins the cup, isn't it? And it was whether Man City dropped out yeah so oh and I guess if Wolves were to win the Europa League then they qualify for the Champions League okay. and then maybe the the places drop lower so maybe there is still you know a chance in 8th or ninth that you could uh, you could qualify yeah I just think if you've got something to play for West Ham Villa I reckon there'd be goals Tottenham will score goals against Palace but if you haven't got anything to play for, just go crazy. Yeah, act, act as though you've got a free wild card and don't worry about the hit. Yeah, very much all to play for. I mean, West Ham are safe unless they lose, you know, both games 15-0. Their goal difference is superior to Villa yeah. and Bournemouth and Watford. So it seems like they're safe, but... Um, it's yeah, it's pretty tight. You can the goal difference is in Watford's favour at the moment, but if they if they suffer a two nil defeat, then it's all to play for. Who do you want to go down? I kind of now would quite like to see Villa stay up. They they feel like they've been the most up for it at the end yeah. of the season, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I think Bournemouth have been flirting with it for a while, haven't they? And, what and Watford? I, I don't think they're a team. You know, obviously, if you're neutral, I don't think you'd miss Watford, would you? Well, especially after the sacking of Pearson, I just think that's so unnecessary. Yeah, it just seems ridiculous to do it with two games to go. So they'll be so disjointed. So you yeah. kind of could see could see them going down. But um, I, I'd be ashamed to lose Bournemouth. They've obviously got some great FPL players. Um, 
as well, you know, in both the Wilson, the Wilson twins and, uh, and old Brooksy. <laughs> yeah, keep Brooksy in there. But yeah, that's going to be good. So we'll, what we'll do, we'll, we'll come back next week. Yeah. Wish everyone luck for their final game week. Yeah, we'll come back fresh, fresh from uh, me lording it over the other two, having uh, beaten them somehow. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how we're all done compared to each other. And then um, we'll do a, a review of our beer of the year as well, right? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, since we've been recording this on Zoom, we're recording it slightly random times, but we'll make sure it's a time when we can have a couple of beers and we'll talk about our favourite beer of the season because we've obviously drunk a few. Um, and Rich will be back. And then we'll talk about getting getting ready for the, the next season and looking at the teams that have been promoted as well. Yeah, we only know about Leeds at the moment. There's, uh, yeah. the, the fixtures tomorrow will decide the other automatic promotion and then hopefully Forest will come out of their terrible form and win the playoffs and it will all be, it'll be grand. And it's September 12th, the season's restarting. Yeah. Through to 16th of May and the Euros are on, the, on June 11th. Wow, it's pretty tight, isn't it? But yikes. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of tired legs for the Euros, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a good day. Mm. Anyway, all right, well, good to chat. Thanks for listening. Yeah, cheers, Rob. We'll speak next week. Yeah, goodbye and good luck. Bye. 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 Um, rate and review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross. <laughs>